HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. We're a member-supported food radio network broadcasting over 35 weekly shows live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. Join our hosts as they lead you through the world of craft brewing, behind the scenes of the restaurant industry, inside the battle over school food, and beyond. Find us at heritageradionetwork.org. Hello, welcome to Heritage Radio Network on Tour, presented by Le Creuset. I'm Dana Cowan. Today we're broadcasting live from the HRN Podcast Lounge at Feast Portland. We want to thank our supporters Le Creuset, Travel Portland, Salt and Straw, and the Julia Child Foundation for making our coverage possible. We're doing a special interstitial moment, a surprise guest who's not scheduled. That would be the surprise part. Michelle Batista from Nightwood Society. How many people have actually gone to an event at the Nightwood Society here in Portland? Okay, you're missing out. Last year at Feast Portland, I was at Nightwood Society every single night because they're incredible events. Last night it was um, more zero proof with star chefs uh, making incredible food and serving um, NA cocktails, non-alcoholic. Welcome, Michelle. Okay, so you have so much going on this weekend, and that's why I really wanted to grab you for 10 fast minutes to find out. I want to hear about Burgerville, because you have created an extraordinary burger experience that goes to the heart of what we at Heritage Radio Network care about. Um, okay, where do I start? Uh, first of all, thank you. This was totally impromptu. Um, I'm going to be on tomorrow, but I will never miss an opportunity to talk to my friend Dana on the radio, so it's great. Um, My name is Michelle Batista, and I have an event space in a creative incubator kitchen and consultancy in Portland called the Nightwood Society. And if you haven't been, please, please come. We do amazing things all the time with people like the Heritage Radio folks, um, Feast, uh, and others. So we are doing about seven things this week for Feast. Uh, I'm also acting as the creative director for Burgerville um, as part of the consultancy. I don't know if you saw our booth um, down the way today, but we've just introduced a beautiful new burger, which is the one that Dana's talking about, called the number six. It's called the number six because six uh, carbon is the sixth element in the periodic table. And we worked for about 18 months 
with Corey Carmen. If you guys know Corey Carmen, she's a fourth generation female rancher from out in Wallowa County in eastern Oregon, about five hours east. Uh, and she has taken it on, all of it on, um, to rebuild the soil health of Wallowa County and beyond because I don't know how much of you know about cattle or if you guys eat beef, but beef is not bad, even though there's it's been... Very, it's really yeah. hard to um, believe that right now. Yeah. There's so much, you know, Beyond Meat, Impossible Burger, and you're like, the cows are bad, but they're not bad. No, they're not bad at all. It's how we've been caring for cattle or not caring for cattle in the land that cattle graze on that's maybe not been the best um, the last few decades. But she's completely repairing the soil. So you can actually, if you if your farming practices, um, if you're using holistic management practices and you're farming uh, and you're grazing your cattle properly and feeding them on grass and finishing them on grass, then that's a total faux pas. Uh, <laughs> my phone's dinging. Um, you can actually sequester carbon from from the environment to, to put it back in the soil. And so if you graze your herds properly on the on a rotation of grasses and cover cropping, and there's a lot of science behind it that I'm not gonna go into, you can actually put carbon back into the soil, which is what we wanna do and which cattle can can do and are good for. So this, um, this idea of beef is bad is actually a, a misnomer. <laughs> well, I think what's amazing about the burger is that it's not only that the beef is great, but the uh, the bun, the cheese, every element of this burger is well thought out. It's like it's like an eco house, except it's a burger. So it's true. And the way that when I when I came on to to do this, um, I met them at a political event, the leadership team at Burgerville, and they said, "Oh, you have the Nightwood Society." And I was like, "Yeah." And they were like, "Oh, and I think you do consulting." And I was like, "Yeah." And they were like, well, "Would you build this burger for us?" And I said, "Well, tell me about it." I, I choose. I choose people I work with in clients based on value set. And, uh, and so we sat down and they told me and I thought, okay, one, I don't have time to do this right now. But two, it'd be really good for the region. And th my, that's, what, that's where my heart is, is in the Pacific Northwest and in farm and ag here. And so I, I couldn't say no, but it took us about 18 months to build this burger. Um, so if you haven't tried it, please go. Uh, it's, I'm, my, the way that I call it is I say it's community built. So it, I think that sometimes in food you think, okay, I'm going to write this menu and I'm going to make this thing. And sometimes that's true. And then people are going to eat it and going to love it. But this burger had so much heart because first I had to build the community, right? So first you look at the whole landscape and you, I remember sitting down that first day with all the whiteboards going, okay, so who's invested in the region? Who in food is invested in the region? Who's invested in regenerative agriculture, which is what we're talking about? Who wants to re repair the, the region? And not just from a, a soil standpoint, but also an economic viability standpoint. And, and, and who's invested in people? And we started talking to people, and that's when we put the rest of the partnership. We knew we were going to work with Car Corey Carmen from the, from the beginning. Um, but that's how we found Face Rock Cheese out of Bandon, Oregon. Um, they have an incredible story, and if you go on our website, there's a, there's a link to a video. They bought, there was an old Bandon Creamery there, and at one point it was um, bought, and then it was closed down. And so Greg, uh, who's the founder of Face Rock, moved back, bought the creamery, had no idea how to make cheese, didn't know anything about cheese, 
and built this in, this whole business model, funded it, and then reopened um, the the Bandon Creamery under the name Face Rock. And so all of the all of the milk comes from within 15 miles of the creamery. Uh, and then uh, found this amazing cheesemaker. So they've completely revitalized a whole region and a whole craft that was that was true to that region that had sort of gone away. Uh, and so we worked with him on the cheddar, two-year age cheddar, and then we were like, okay, what about the bun? And for some reason, the bun, was, we felt like that was going to be the easiest, but it was in some ways the hardest, because first we had to find a local baker that wanted to work with us, which we did, our dear friends at Grand Central Bakery out of Seattle and Portland. But then we wanted to go a step further, and so we sat down with um, their baker, Mel, and we said, okay, well, where are we getting the grain from? Like, okay, you can bake the bread, and that's great, and we're keeping dollars in the region, but where, where is the flour coming from? And so we worked with two local mills um, to develop the bun. That took about a year. And then the next step was, like, how are we getting all of these things into the product? And so it's, a, it's finally here. We're working with Smalls Family Farm out of Walla Walla and Camas Country Mill out of um, Junction City for the two locally grained... Um, flowers, and we built the burger. It launched two weeks ago. You can only get it at our Hawthorne location right now and PDX at the airport, but then about 12 starting in two weeks. So that, people, is the interstitial. <laughs> you have heard about a burger that takes 18 months to build. Like, that's the first time I've ever heard that, but if you're starting with the cow, <laughs> you know, and then you're starting with the grain, um, I can see why it would take so long. So, Michelle, thank you so much for coming and sharing this of story course. with us. You'll be back. There's so much more yes. to the Michelle Batista story. We didn't even get to the Nightwood Society, the consulting, Tomorrow. the supporting women, the creativity, but that's going to be another interviewer's opportunity. So thank you so much for listening to Heritage Radio Network on Tour, presented by Le Creuset. Thanks again to our sponsors, Le Creuset, Travel Portland, Salt and Straw, and the Julia Child Foundation for making the coverage possible. I'm Dana Cowan. Stay tuned for more from Feast Portland. Thank you. This program is powered by Simplecast. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.